Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the best of two pros in a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. How the hell are we feeling here on a Thursday morning? Good morning, sir. How are you Week feeling? six of the NFL already here. All right. Flying by. So exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. listen, it, it, this is the good stuff. This is what we're all excited is about. Is this the good stuff, Well, Jonas? yeah, listen, we're going to get uh, the defending Super Bowl champions on national TV, or excuse me, Tonight? on prime, prime Video. Tonight, and, national yeah. champs. The defending Super Bowl champions. Super Bowl champs. Yeah, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. They're yeah. going to be uh, hosting the Denver Broncos. They really are. And you um, know what's funny though? Our our rundown doesn't have that matchup. We have a different matchup on the rundown. Oh, do we? Yeah. <laughs> I just. I, I mean, it's funny, but. Ow. <laughs> I just um, noticed. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, well, I'm not mad at it. Uh, the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are an 11 point favorite as it stands right now, hosting those Denver Ooh. Broncos. Which uh, I don't know if anybody had that in the cards when it came to what Denver could look like this year with Sean Payton. But this is an 11 point favorite in in terms of Kansas City, and it at least on paper appears to be potentially another wipeout in front of a huge audience. So hey, I, do you guys know the last team that had this sort of winning streak versus a divisional opponent? Uh, I'm asking. I honestly, I, I don't know. Okay, I'm asking. The Niners and the Rams, they, they've beaten the – oh, God. Who, and then who is the other team? We just talked about them earlier this year. The Patriots the Niners and the, and the Rams. Yeah, Niner, Niners have beaten the Rams like 10 straight times. Hmm. Patriots have yeah, beaten – Yeah, but I'm saying what it surpassed this one. Uh, Patriots and Jets is the closest. I think they just got to 15. And Kansas City's beaten Denver 15 straight times. Okay. So, I so don't, that's not really answering the question. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I didn't have it off the top of my head. I was trying to check on the rundown. Well, I, I don't either. Stuff I just I figured maybe we'd have some stat or Lee would know or someone would know. Yeah, yeah. Sam knows. Yeah, I mean, who cares oh, about the Oh, past? Coop knows. Co- Coop, Coop knows. knows. Go ahead. Tell him, Coop. The Miami Dolphins over the Buffalo Bills, 20-game win streak from 1970 to 1980. Damn. Wow. Well Damn. done, Coop. That's what Coop. Justin Cooper. And Coop, why would you know up. that Coop? unless you just saw it somewhere? What's that? I didn't have my headphones on. Why, why would you know that, Coop? How would you know that? Was that part of a stat uh, on, on Ben's show? 
I Googled it really quick. Okay, well, listen. You know? <laughs> See, now that's quick Googling, yeah. too, because you, you came so in quick. So, Coop, could you teach Lee to Google that fast? Oh, wow. Well, I'm sitting in Lee's seat right now. Lee, so. Lee was helping me. Okay. So, you're basically saying Thanks, Lee, Lee just can't type as fast as you, or what? Uh, you had to go get some paper towels. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm <laughs> finishing up some post-production, so... <laughs> It's just you know. Thanks, Lee. Yeah, it could be that uh, you know Lee's you know, searches uh, other things pop up as he goes to type yeah, in why, a letter. Like it just. Why is Coop so much faster? I don't get it. Uh, Coop was quick. He's well, I tell gift. you, I could have jumped in and acted like I, I was like this all-knowing dude. You know, he's got. He came in quick. I tell you that. I, I could have threw it out there, but I didn't want to take that. You got it, Coop. You got it. It was really good. It was. I yelled it from the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, Lee yelled it from oh, the kitchen. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did you, Lee? Um, I got I you, that was Lee. The bum I told you, you was helping me out. <laughs> Which is a possibility. Okay. There could be a, uh, a what do they call it? A vagrant uh, walking the uh, walking the area at this time of night. It is it is potential out here. How do you lose to a team in the division fifteen straight times? How's that happen? <sighs> it feels like well, divisional game. You're familiar. Fifteen straight times the Denver Broncos have lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. The last time they beat them was 2015 in Week 2 when Peyton Manning was there. That was their Super Bowl it, year. If I had to bet, how many head coaches have the Broncos had between now and then? Let's see, that was Kubiak how many, back then. You know, yeah. Well, Kubiak then. Obviously, he stepped down, retired. Maybe he saw the writing was on the wall. Didn't want to deal with whatever was coming next. But think about how many head coaches they've had changes of general manager and like that's going to start to give you the tea leaves as to how this happens because divisional opponents for the most part they're built to kind of beat each other like you're built your roster to beat to win your division if you can win your division you get a home playoff game if you win the conference you get a home playoff you know road the entire way but that's how it has to start is you have to win your division first and usually when you've got a roster that has different coaches coaching it, different general managers selecting players to fit different schemes or what they think is good or you know whatever, that usually impacts their ability to consistently compete within a division. So I would, I would look at it and say, okay, you have Sean Payton this year, Hackett before that, Fangio before that. Was Fangio after Kubiak? Uh, Vance Joseph was Vance there. Vance Joseph. Vance Joseph was there, who's now, by the way, back as their defensive coordinator. Yee, that's Which, not going yeah, well. A little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's trying to sabotage uh, his, his second time around <laughs> the way things went the first time around. Oh, Is that your conspiracy? I, listen, I, I don't, I'm not ready to. You know, I got to work on that a little bit. I need to add a little bit more depth to that conspiracy theory, but that could be a possibility. Oh. So I will work Is that like that. Johnny Depp? Yeah, the, the uh, world-famous okay. porn star, Johnny Depp. Mm. Uh, but I just... 15, Johnny D for short. Like 15, 15 straight times. <laughs> at, some, at some point, you think you'd get one during that course of time. There's a, there's a lot going on there. And this wasn't always just the Patrick Mahomes era. Alex Smith was there. Like This wasn't just because, well, they've got Mahomes. they got an all-time great. It just I, I feel like at some point, you would get them once. You, and you guys do realize, them. though, it, it does set the stage for a massive victory. Like, Kansas City wins, nobody cares. Doesn't matter. Like, you expected them to win, 11-point point spread. Like, nobody cares. But if the Broncos win, 
then the Broncos have a feel-good story. They break the streak. Maybe they're getting things back together. I mean, can you accidentally – I know you can lose games in the league. I know you can have like kind of like – I don't. I would not even call this a trap game for Kansas City. I don't know what I would label it as if they were to lose to Denver tonight. But if they were to lose to Denver, how do we categorize this win for Denver? That's the question. I like because they have nothing to lose. Everybody expects them to lose. And big, yeah, right. And so, big. so okay. So yeah, if they win, points. how big. how do we talk? Is there any way that they can win where we come out of the game talking about them as okay? they're back on track or there's the Sean Payton and, and the, you know, well, the Denver Broncos we we've been looking for. Like what is, what, what is the narrative coming out of this game? Well, I think if their defense was good, that would be helpful. Like seeing their defense shut down Kansas city and Patrick Mahomes, that'd be a step in the right direction. I mean, I, I don't care what they do this week, right? If they win great, if they don't, the following it's a fluke or you just say, ah, oh, it was a short week. You know, anything can happen. Like, that's what you chalk it up to. Like, it's not going to take one win for them to convince people. It's going to take multiple. Or even the fact that, look, they play each other two out of the next three weeks. So if somehow Denver swept Kansas City, then I think it would change the narrative. Then I think you get people who go, huh, maybe this thing in Denver is starting to turn around. You know, maybe they're starting to figure this thing out. They're able to beat the Chiefs twice in, in two or three weeks. Well, I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes is, you know, being very kind. Uh, he spoke about the matchup against the Denver Broncos in preparation for Thursday's game, which, by the way, Travis Kelsey is listed as questionable with that ankle injury. But Tra- but uh, Patrick Mahomes did give a little bit of love and respect to a divisional opponent as they get ready for this game later on tonight. When you play a team like like the Broncos, um, same with any division opponent, you, there's just another level of intensity. So I'm not worried about necessarily a streak or anything like that. I'm, I'm worried about pl- winning against a division uh, opponent. And I know just as much as I think everyone in this locker room knows that it's kind of it doesn't matter what the records are. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a hard fought battle. Both teams are going to give everything they have. And so um, that's just the history of the of the the matchup. And so uh, that's that's the thing with me. It's not about the streak. It's about going out there and find a way to win against a division opponent in a tough fought battle. Now, do you think he also knows that the Miami Dolphins put up 70 against this defense a couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Do you think that also Good came point. up in conversations? Because I would yeah. imagine there's probably a, you know, a little Anything bit Anything of... you can do, I can do better. Well, I'm saying Tyreek Hill lit him up, Ooh. and maybe he's looking like, okay, well, if he can, if he can pull no, that off. No, you can't. Let's, <laughs> let yes, me see can. if we can, we can make this happen. I mean, do you really think they're going to try to put 75 up on him, 72, break no, the record? No, they'll be respectful. They'll shut it down? Yeah, they'll, they'll, throttle they'll, they'll down. shut it down. Well, they got bigger goals. They're not trying to put up 70 against the Denver Broncos. But And, and it would be hard to do again. I just can't imagine the any. The disrespect that, that there will be when you see that Kelsey's not going to play. Maybe he plays, but what if they don't play him? Would you be surprised or shocked if, they, if they're like, you know what, Travis, take this game off. Like, we don't. Well, we it, don't need you for this. It is a short one. week. Yeah, we don't need it is you a for short this week. One. I mean, take he, the rest. He's going to have a friend. Um, I mean, I might, I might treat this like a preseason game if I'm. The, <laughs> yeah. I might try to use this really? as as an extra bye week if I'm the Chiefs. 
Wow. That's just straight disrespect. Yeah, it is. Now, he is going to, Travis so Kelsey bad. is going to have a friend. Uh, hey, in, in you attendance. get a rest this week. Yeah. You get the rest this week. You, everyone gets the rest this week. Um, I mean, why not? Your your girl, uh, T girl? Swift, is going to be in attendance for this. Is game. she going to yeah, be there? Gonna be there. Yeah. So, hey, my theory is coming true. Hey, everyone gets a bite at the apple. Mm. Yep. Amazon Prime's going to Amazon gets it. Yeah, and then we'll eventually get it to who's left out? CBS. Uh, yeah, CBS hasn't gotten it yet. But CBS, I think that next week's game is that a CBS game versus I, the Chargers? Probably, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I, everyone gets a bite at the apple. Uh, let me. Uh, where is the game at? Is it in Denver? Arrowhead. It's in Arrowhead. This is in Kansas City. KC, baby. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> By the way, it's supposed to be windy and maybe potentially rainy. Do you guys think Sierra will be there? And if for some strange reason they happen to show Sierra, do you think is it, it becomes- Sierra or Ciara? Sierra. I always mix those two up. Sierra, it is Sierra. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. It was like Sierra. Mist? It's spelled Sierra. You could, you could, you could say it. it it's spelled that way, but it's Sierra. So if they show oh, her, going to be a, like a dance off. I mean, sing off, dance off, wave off. That'd be dope. Fan off, like. Popularity Wait. off something off. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like was Sierra is in, it a competition? She wasn't in like Bring It On and all that, right? Who am uh, I thinking of? That that was uh, Wade's wife. Who's Wade's wife? Dwayne. Yeah, Wade. bro, you, Wade. there you what, go. Uh, she was Bring It On. I'm I'm just trying to think. Can you kind of see? That I mean, scenario but Sierra can flip and dance. <laughs> she can dance, yeah, she and she can. knows how to get in and out of bags at the White House yard. You know what I mean? She'll kick her heels off. She don't, she ain't afraid to kick her heels off to catch the pass from her man and get in them drills real real good. Yeah, maybe maybe there's a skills challenge on the field between Sierra and Taylor Swift at one of the breaks. I mean, that uh, would be more interesting to me than the game. I actually, I actually would be more interested in that than the game. Like, let's see who's faster, or let's see who could get through these these bags. You know, let's see who could catch the ball. Yeah, but I feel like in a dance off, Taylor Swift doesn't. You know, that's a lot of her weight class. I mean, let's figure out how to make it fair. They would need to make it fair. I mean, come on, like spin on the bat, go around the bat like 10 times before you go do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That could, That's that how could they do it, right? I mean, I, yeah. I would be all in on that. I, I'm just telling y'all, I'd be all. <laughs> I'm more of a football guy and not my thing. I'm a football guy too, but if they go, sh- mm, that would have been the wrong choice of words at that point. If Sorry, they're going to force, if they're going to force this upon us. I just want, if that happens, I just want to see, I want a still shot of Al Michaels and the look on his face. That jump would be priceless. Uh, just just thinking to himself. He might be enjoying it, though. I, I, went, from, I went from Sunday Night Football to this. To this. And and just uh, the, the fact that he could not contain himself from making a comment about it, some disparaging remark about either her or Taylor Swift would be fantastic. But nonetheless, uh, the fact that that's even a storyline going into this game means that Denver's probably going to get their ass whooped later on tonight, and then everybody's going to get to see the, well, you know, the awful Broncos on a standalone stage. Can, can I give you my assessment of, of this betting line? Like, this is how I actually look at bets like this when there's huge lines and divisional matchups, which I just, the game's going to be closer than you think. They both, they both were last year. 
So, and we thought they were a disaster last year. Like, their defense is bad this year. We're not calling this team a disaster because their offense isn't that bad. So, when you have a big line like this, I look at it and I just say, all right, I'm going to lay the 11 points because to. if I took the 11 points and Denver ended up getting blown out, I would feel like a worse idiot than if I lay the 11 points and then Denver keeps it close. So I'm, I'm, I'm literally already planning on how I'm going to feel after I lose this bet and which way I'm going to feel worse. So that's how I'm playing it. I'm going to lay the 11 points because I won't feel quite as dumb when the Denver Broncos keep this close. That's a really negative handicap, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Isn't it? But like that's, <laughs> like that's how I look at betting. Like I'm one of those people who, if you're going to bet, I get more, I, I feel worse from losing than I do from the high of winning. Hmm. I'm so used to it that I just it just kind of rolls off my back at this point. Oh, I lost again. No worries. That is true. You oh, yeah. lose a lot. And plus, if losing if, does oh, hurt more than winning, and so. the fact so, that, more times and, than not, and the fact that the Broncos, but Jonas loses a lot. The fact a that the, the fact the Broncos are getting eleven points, like if they go up say fourteen to three, now they're up twenty two, and at that point, then I start going to the well. And I start in-game betting, live betting, if you will, because yeah. I got to make that money. You get aggressive, yeah. Huh? yeah. So that's why I don't even. I yeah. just consider, okay, it's a loss. They're already down twenty plus points. Let me go in here and see what I can do. Oh, what? Look at this. Six minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, there's a point total on the Chiefs. Will they score over twelve and a half points this half? There's things like that you can get okay. in there on. I got you know, you. Get get crafty. Yeah, challenge yourself. Yeah, because when you lose a lot, you have to look for options to try and figure it out. Solutions. Try to figure out how to be a winner. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's how it is. So are you a winner if you get one bet to hit, even if you've lost like 10 before? Yeah. You're still a winner. Yeah. Because you're judged off of your last win, 100%. right? Or your last, your last result. Yeah. See, I, I bang with you, Hey, look at, look at Kurt Warner. He went to three Super Bowls. Only won one, though. Really? Yeah. Dang. I yeah. he won more than one. No, only one. But you know what? Hall of Famer and a great movie that, Brady, three? that Brady highly recommends. I kind of watched it. Yeah, I kind of yeah. watched it. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but I did kind of. I kind of watched it. <laughs> well, that, that's promising. I didn't finish it. <laughs> what does that mean? I was on a plane, and and never and never I couldn't find another back. movie that I wanted to watch. So I was like, I'll give it a go. And and then once they were square dancing, once they got out of the square dancing part, I I don't even think I made it to him playing football in the movie. I kind of went to sleep. Yeah, yeah, I took a nap. No, yeah. probably better for it. That's I'm gonna uh, watch it though. It's still it's still on like demand. It's like it's on there. It's on, you know. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna stream it. I'm probably gonna miss that. Shots out to Kurt Warner, man. What's up, Kurt? It's a good dude, man. Uh, you, ever meet Kurt? Him? you ever meet him? No. He's a good dude, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's like, Kurt's, dude. Kurt's yeah. good people, man. So I, I'm Thank not, you, Jesus. Indeed. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and... Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
old wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. The iHeartRadio app. So we've got Thursday Night Football kicking off later on tonight. It will kick off week six in the NFL. As pointed out earlier on the show, the odds for this game clearly indicate that Kansas City and the Chiefs are expected to take care of business when it comes to the Denver Broncos for a 16th straight time later on tonight. They are an 11-point favorite and have not lost to Denver since September of 2015. Now, Travis Kelsey is questionable for this game, right? We know that Taylor Swift is going to be there. Whoop-de-doo. How do we know Taylor Swift? Where's the reports that confirm she's going to be there? TMZ, and they're never wrong. Is that the report, though, that you're reading? Yeah, that she's going to be traveling to the game. Mm. Did you say this or did Lee? No, I saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it wouldn't matter even if Lee saw it. I'm just curious. Why? <laughs> Wait, are you doubting the credibility of Lee the I, I didn't doubt any credibility. That's why I said that. It wouldn't have mattered. I just was curious. I couldn't remember who said it, if it was Lee, you, or maybe LeVar. Well, no, it wouldn't have been maybe LeVar. Well, you know, they, they do say if, if you want to get... <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been me. They do say if you want to get uh, confirmation... He's so tired of this conversation. I am, but, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Well, I'm just saying, if you want to get confirmation, you need to have it double-sourced. So I'm reporting that TMZ, TMZ reported that reported Michael it. Jackson died first. That, it was all over from there. Like, ever since then, their credibility is through the ceiling. Now, Lee, are you seeing the same report that uh, Taylor Swift is going to be in attendance? I am seeing 
seen that report from yeah. TMZ. So basically, for you, go. for you losers who can't enjoy a football game without seeing Taylor Swift, you're, you're in good hands because uh, Amazon Prime's got you covered later on tonight. So have fun with that, losers, while everybody uh, feasts on Taylor Swift cutaways, even though we gambled on it last segment. But <laughs> Travis Kelsey being questionable, i got to ask a question here. Mm, so Good question coming. Here's a good question. He turns his ankle or rolls his ankle last week in Minnesota. Seemed very Gets upset. The tort-all. Gets okay, the tort-all thank shot. you. All right, so so what happened at halftime to which he came out and played pretty well and caught a touchdown pass? Yeah, but how did that they, go? They'd stick that thing in the booty cheek, put the Band-Aid on it, put a nice little uh, tape job on it, and you keep going. So why can't he do that before tonight's game? He can. Would you recommend it? The question it? is, that's the question. Do you recommend it? Is there a reason for him to do it? I don't think there's a reason for him to have to get a tortoise shot and tape up his ankle and go out there and, and, and give it a go. You don't need him for this one. So what do you want him to do? Go out, like peg-legged? Go, go, well, no. Go out there and, and look cute so they can do cutaways of you on the sideline, chewing gum or eating sunflower seeds, spitting them in. You know, it's, it's not... It's not feasible to spit him on the ground anymore. So you spit it in another cup, and then they'll cut away from him to Taylor Swift, and then they'll talk about Taylor Swift, and then they'll talk about, you know, Kelsey. They'll go back to Travis on the sideline, talk about him some more. And then between, they'll have like a small box. You know how they have the small boxes up in the corner? They'll be showing the game in the small box. <laughs> they, they won't be showing Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift in the small box in the corner while the game and the plays are going on. They're going to show – the game in the small box. And Taylor and, and Travis will be on the big screen. I'm so tired of it. It's going to be a Travis and Taylor uh, TNT. You know you know what, what happens when you get TNT, right? What's that? Dynamite? S blows up. Yeah. 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 I just – uh, I, I want my football back. And I want to know – like I'm more, I'm more interested in like what is that conversation like when it comes to tour at all do you just give the doctor the look and say you know what to do or do you, does he tell you well this could be a side effect you're going to feel like crap in four hours it may get you through this game but like what is that conversation like you, know, you don't remember any given sunday you know my man went up in there he's like doc unplug me yeah it was latimer that was latimer you know, I need some some benzocrine and and some da da da. Yeah, but that's so, that's juice, right? That's roids. I don't. Toradol just numbs you I up. I think he it? I think he wanted some painkillers. He was hurting in that any given Sunday. Mm. You know his his role. Right, well. How's it happen, Q? You tell us how. How's what? Happen? How do you get? I, I don't take that stuff. How do you get to the Toradol? Uh, you don't get. You you've never got a Toradol shot. No, I've gotten Toradol before. Oh. I mean, usually you just follow the line. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you just the look line. for the long line, and you're like, "Oh, that's that must be for Tortall." Wait, is that really? Yeah, I'll go stand there. Is that is that really uh, how? Hey, it why looks? is that not true? Hey, what you here it's for? Like, Finger. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, you literally. You're, it's it's not like that. That's not the equipment room. That's not the trainer. Like, no, that's the doc. He's giving you a Tortall shot. He's go follow the line right over there. Yeah. My why, why is there a line up? in this locker room? You are uh, right about that. And it's always at the back of of the training 100%. room. Like guys 100%. are like putting Bengay on and like all kinds of different stuff be going yeah. on in the, in the in the training room. But it's always in the back of the training room. I I do miss the smells of a locker room. Not not locker room training. The room. training because like room. you get that yeah, like Tiger Bomb. Yeah. Ben get like all those like all the old guys trying to make sure they're loose, you know, and like getting all that stuff. All the different smells. Yeah, that's that's 
I do miss those those moments too. You sit on the on the, the treatment tables and everybody's sharing war stories and laughing about different things and yeah. Yeah, that that I miss that part a lot, I guess. And then they pull out this javelin and stick it in your joints. Oh no, no, no. Tordal Tordal needles are, are decent. They're normal. Now if you ever had to get drained, now that is a traumatic experience, my friend. Yeah, but doesn't it feel better afterwards, though? Yeah, it does feel better afterwards, but it is the worst. And when I say it's the worst, I mean it is the worst. The syringe size on on everything. If you're out here, if you're listening to me right now, take a look at your pinky finger. That's how big the syringe is. I don't care how big your pinky finger is and relation to somebody else's it's somewhere around that size and the whole of the syringe is that big i can recall what and, oh. and they, they put it like they were draining my knee and they put like they got to put it like in like the bur- what is it like the bursa sac or the like the, the areas sac, yeah, yeah like where all the fluid is building up and and Man. I'm like, there's no way a needle that long is going to fit in God. that space you're pointing it at right now. And what's it's it just big? Blood and pus? Bro, it's blood. Yeah. It's blood, dude. Listen, I, I remember heard the thing go, poof. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that, that's the Damn. noise my body made when they stuck that thing in my knee. <laughs> dude, I remember halftime my senior year, I had a long run versus SC and Southern Cal. And I got tackled, uh, like, down inside the 10 or something. And I remember the way my knee hit, it literally, like, I knew right when I hit it, I was like, oh, I was like, that's not good. Like, something's, it kind of whipped around when I got hit and, like, hit the ground. I got up, man, and that bad boy, I, I, it, it was actually kind of like a crazy moment because you don't think your body can do that. You're like, oh, my God, why does my knee look gigantic? And so... Like, I tried to put a sleeve over all the stuff. They're like, hey, we'll have to drain it at halftime. I'm like, what's wrong? What's, what's going on with me? So we go in, and they pull out that needle like he's talking about. Well, and, and Charlie Weiss was our head coach at the time. He's, like, trying to find me. He's like, where the F is Quinn? And he walks in the training room, and they've got this gigantic needle. They're jabbing into my knee. He looks at me, looks at the needle. He's like, oh, oh, all right. And it just walked out. Like, <laughs> like, and like they, they drained it for like next like 10 minutes. Oh, it's and big so I enough put a to sleeve on. Nauseous. It's, it's big enough to oh, make you almost pass out, man. You can pass he, dude, out. He didn't say a word to me until I got back out in the field. And he's like, what do you feel like you can do? I was like, let's just try to do whatever you want. And then I'll tell you what I can't. Because that's some so. grown man-ish. You see oh, that big-ass needle going in, in somebody it's, else's body, you know that dude is It is takes a what it while takes. to, like, settle down, too, because people don't realize if, if, like, if I bumped into something, that knee would swell right back up. Yep. Like, I couldn't practice for, like, a couple weeks afterwards. We had finals and all that before our bowl game, but I barely practiced before the Sugar Bowl that year. Like, we didn't tell anyone that, but I had to get, it like, all the inflammation calmed down before I could even go back out there and practice, which that was hard to do. So it filled and up. they got to numb you up first. Like, that syringe is so big, they got to pre, pre-stick you. So, so they stick you with, like, Novocaine or what, a lidocaine or whatever. So how long before halftime did you suffer the injury? So it was under, what, like, you were inside the red zone. Was it, like, a couple of minutes left in the first half? Like- I don't remember. I mean, it, it was a long run. It was, like, a 60-yard run. And then... That after that, I think um, 
Darius had I handed the ball off like the next play. And I think he fumbled, and then USC recovered. So I can't remember exactly what portion of the game it was, but I know it was in the first half. I think it was, man, I can't remember if it was first quarter or second quarter. Yeah, that and so it filled up that quick that they were like, all right, we know what to do, and just pumped you, pumped you with that needle and drained. Yeah, I mean, that. look, it made me feel better. They looked at it and they were like, oh, okay, we know what to do. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I'm looking at like, like, am I bleeding out? Like, is this what it looks like? Your body just fills up with blood or something? Like, it, it was the weirdest thing. Wow. Well, listen, um, I don't know if Travis Kelsey's going through all that, but he is questionable. So maybe, uh, you know, about an hour before kickoff, you break out the uh, the, the feel-good javelin, throw it in him. The feel-good javelin. The next thing you know, he's out there playing. And now we have to start questioning our under. of What was it, 66 and a half yards on the Travis Kelsey bet? That was the, uh, the under, Lee? Yeah, so under 66 and a half yards. Uh, that some of us took on Travis. Brady and I took the under. Lavar took the over. So. Ten nineteen left in the second after Brady's sixty yard run. So you played another ten minutes on that bum wheel. Jeez. Only to have him uh, and, and on that bum wheel. Let me tell you something. That's uh, that's called putting it together. That's called getting it done under the circumstances, and then you get it drained at halftime. Man, oh man! That's I rough. bet you he looked like sweet, sweet D Willie out there with the, for that ten minutes. His pimp. His, I don't know what that means. That was, but, that, you yeah, had I mean, a pimp. You had a pimp limp. Big <laughs> <laughs> D over here. Big <laughs> D over here. I, I, honestly, you know what we did? We put on a neoprene sleeve yeah, to try did. to cover it up to blend in with my skin tone, thinking like no one would know. Uh, they knew that it looked like I looked like a prosthetic limb. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn's hurt. Oh man! Hey, check, check. Quinn's hurt. Oh <laughs> He's hurt. God. Look at it. Left leg. And, left leg. And Get by, him. By the way, was was that was that the game at the Coliseum? That was your that was your senior year, right? You played it at senior the, year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that was All against right. USC. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. At, at the Collie, they say they call it. Right? Do you do you want to know a funny story about that? That's just kind of weird how this all ties together. So I actually almost called the second half kickoff of that game. I entered a radio contest locally in LA. Nice. To try and 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 if you if you did the best play by play call, you would you would get to announce the second half kickoff of the USC Notre Dame game that year. And I ended up finishing runner up to some guy. But they they brought us on to Colin Cowherd's show, and they announced the winner on the air. It was that like it was at the Dave and Buster's near your place, Lavar, uh, in um, uh, Arca- Arcadia. Oh, Arcadia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Near yeah. San Anita ne- yeah, right next to yeah. San so Anita. I I almost got to call the second half kickoff of Brady Quinn's return to action after getting the javelin shoved in his knee because Jeez. he hurt his knee the first half. That wasn't a javelin. That was something of another. That was like an oil drill. You know? How about that? Yeah, it wasn't Javelin. But it all ties together. Look, see, we eventually got, ja- got Javelin it together. Javelin is tortoise. That other thing, that's like, that's, bruh, that's traumatic, man. I can, I can remember the sound. I can remember what I was doing. I had a lot of pressure on me. I had family members in there. I, they're looking at me. I'm looking at them. They know I don't like needles, so I'm starting to panic. This is the biggest needle I've ever seen in my life. What am I going to do? Yeah, but you got tattoos. How are you afraid of needles? You got all those tattoos. Uh, That's weird. It's not the same. It's not the same. Well, hey, it's not the same in Denver. They're going to get wiped out tonight, so... 
Good for them. Uh, it is. You think two- so? What if they win, though? No chance. Yeah, you might. Be there's, right. no, there's zero chance they you win that be game. Right. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Right now, we turn to our guy, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it, at Albert Breer. Albert, happy Thursday. How are we feeling? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good. good. Um, Got to ask you, if 
the Broncos go out tonight and the betting odds would say and the history between these two franchises would say that Denver is probably going to get stomped out. If they get beat badly tonight and it's seen by all and everybody's watching and they just see how awful they look this early in the season, what sort of changes could we see to this franchise over the next several weeks before the trade deadline? Um, well, I, you know, I think we all know the effect these standalone games can have sometimes, and um, it can make a loss feel like two losses. Um, you know, so it will have a material effect internally. I don't know, um, but I can tell you they've already started the process of fielding phone calls on their own players, and there are players that I think would have value to other teams. Now, the prices right now are high. Um, you know, in the off season, the price to start a conversation on Jerry Judy was a first-round pick. The price to start a conversation on Cortland Sutton was a second-round pick. I think both those guys, um, well, both those guys have already been the subject of, of, of incoming calls, and um, I think those guys would become more available. Um, Garrett Bowles on their offensive line, another one who doesn't seem real, real happy with the state of affairs, he could be available on defense. Josie Jewell. Um, he's a really good, heady, um, tough linebacker for them. Justin Simmons, one of the best you know safeties in football over the last five years or so. You know those guys I think could become available. And then you know like the big one would be Patrick Sertan. And I I can tell you like like I, I think it would take a lot for them to move him. Um, like multiple first round picks, a lot. Um, but he's their most valuable asset, and they do do need picks. So, yeah, I certainly think if if they take it on a chin tonight, then they'd be open for business even more so than they already are. Hmm. Albert, if if they do take it on the chin, I mean, someone's going to have to fall on the sword and take the blame. It doesn't look like they can really move on from Russell's deal until maybe after twenty twenty four, be a little more palatable. Right. But the way the season's going, maybe Denver's in striking distance to get someone. That would be Sean Payton's hand-picked. I mean, how do you foresee this whole thing playing out? I, I know, again, yeah. the game's got to be played. We have two in the next three weeks. But how do you foresee this all playing out in Denver? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, Brady, like the one thing that we do, we should keep in mind, Russell's actually been better than he was last year. I know it sounds crazy because so much has gone wrong there. But, you know, I, I know internally they feel like he's been a lot better than he was last year. And he's sort of um, subjugated his ego, and he's been quieter and, um, you know, they're using him in the run game more. He's been more willing in the run game. And so um, I, I don't think Russell's necessarily the problem. The thing is, he's also probably not part of Sean Payton's long-term solution. And so you're saying they can't get rid of him until after 2024, but that would certainly put them on the board to take one this year, maybe redshirt that player behind Russell for a year, and and then have that, guy, that kid, whoever it is, be their starter in 2025. And here's the thing. Um, and, and, you know, Brady, because, you know, you're there every week, you, um, you know this better than me, but it, it feels like even beyond Caleb Williams and Drake May, there's some real depth building in, in this year's quarterback class, you know, with, you know, guys like J.J. McCarthy and, and Quinn Ewers and Michael Penix and Bo Nix. And um, so it looks like it may be more than just two guys, which, you know, I think opens up possibilities for a team like Denver to look at the idea of drafting one high. So, I would certainly expect that you know the Broncos scouting staff is going to be looking hard at, at the quarterbacks and be on the, have have boots on the ground with you know some of the the, the, the draft quarterbacks for 2024 over the next month and a half as the college season draws to a close and um, you know I think Russell Wilson's future there is still really up in the air 
Um, you know, even though he has played better, you know, I don't think that's really even arguable. He has played better this year than he did last year. And he has, I think, followed the direction of Sean Payton in trying to resurrect his career. A.B., you and your mailbag had one of the topics of midseason firings, and I know we're talking yeah. about maybe possible fire sales with the Broncos. Uh <laughs> Is is Sean Payton one of those names that could actually be on that list? And who no. would be the highest on that list? No, I mean, I, I know Sean Payton's, Sean Payton's the guy there, and Sean Payton will be the guy there. I mean, I, I think Russell Wilson's gone before Sean Payton is. Um, you know, so I, I would say no to that. Um, you know, I, I like as far as like guys who could be, you know, in the crosshairs in midseason. I think the one we all kind of came into the season looking at was Ron Rivera because there's new ownership there because maybe you want to take a test drive with Eric Bieniemy, um, you know. So that'd be the one that I think, you know, if things go really really bad over the next month or two, just by virtue of them having a new owner. You could maybe see that potentially happening, um, and you know we've seen that in the past. You know, if you go back and and you look, like you know, in in 2011 um, or 2010, that happened twice. You know, with the Cowboys moving on from Wade Phillips to go to Jason Garrett, and the Vikings moving on from Brad Childress to go to Leslie Frazier. Both those franchises wanted to see what it looked like with a guy in their staff. So, um, you know, certainly I think like if the if the Commanders were to really fall apart over the next month, month and a half, maybe that could happen. But I think they've played well enough where, where Ron's bought himself um, the rest of the year as long as they keep playing as well as they have to this point. Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. So listen, I'm not trying to put you in an uncomfortable spot, Albert. I know you vacation in Nantucket with you know Bill <laughs> Belichick and Bob Kraft, but how's this going to end up because it feels like the Patriots not only are they bad but they're worse than I think anybody expected them to be what do you think the ending of this is going to look like I'm bottom line it's one of the worst rosters in the league and I I I, I don't say that lightly I mean if you look at the roster maybe you guys can answer this for me can you can you name a single player in the roster that you think would be there in five years no right like maybe Christian Gonzalez and he's been there for 10 minutes right like that might be the only guy in their roster so, you know, I, I, I think this is, um, this is something that really bothers Robert Kraft. He's brought up the draft repeatedly publicly over the last couple of years, how he feels like they need to draft better. They don't have a lot of young talent in the roster. And, you know, what's worse about this isn't like so much just getting beat the way they've gotten beat over the last two weeks, which is obviously embarrassing for everybody there. It's that there isn't a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, if you had... Um, you know, if this was happening to the Texans and they had C.J. Stroud in there, it's like, okay, like, so there's some bumps that we're going through. You know what I mean? Like, but, but we'll get there. You know, or the Colts with Anthony Richardson. There's no, like, there's no, like, light at the end of the tunnel right now. And I think that's the scary thing for everybody in that building. And so, you know, do I think Robert Kraft would fire Bill Belichick? I don't think he wants to. You know, I think he'd much rather have some sort of, you know, solution to this. And my, my feeling would be if it keeps going the way that it's going, I don't know if he'd fire bill, but like, I think that there's a a very small chance that bill would walk away from uh, like the sort of season. It looks like they're, they're about to have with the personnel power. And then the question becomes, okay, so if Robert Kraft says, we're going to hire a GM, and we're going to have that GM report to me, Bill, you're not going to report to the GM, but the GM's also not going to report to you. 
would Bill be willing to stay under those circumstances, especially with you know him being as close to the Shula record as he is? Um, if this keeps going the way it's going, guys, if it doesn't look good this weekend against the Raiders, if it keeps going this way through November and December, I mean, it's setting up for a very, very awkward set of discussions between the owner and the, and, and, and the head coach of the last 24 years. Yeah, by the way, Josh McDaniels uh, 2-0 and versus Bill Belichick, previous yeah. stints. Um, so it does have a bit of an edge there. Um, we kind of played this scenario out yesterday talking about it. I'm just curious to get your thoughts. If the season does go as poorly as it at least has so far, and the Patriots are in a position to draft potentially another first-round quarterback, but Kraft wants that to be another general manager, you don't think Bill Belichick would want to hang around with the potential of having another guy in there at quarterback that maybe is a little bit more talented and all that? No knock on Mac Jones, but the reality was they took him the middle of the first round. There's a chance, at least as of today, they'd be drafting number five overall. Maybe that improves over the course of, of the next you know, few weeks as the season right. goes on if they don't turn this thing around. You don't think you'd want to stay around to see that as opposed to going somewhere and else I, and starting over? I think it's, I, I, it's, a, tough, it's a tough thing. You know what I mean? Because I, I think as far as like his options somewhere else, he has things so turnkey in New England, Brady. Like, I mean, like he can still do the things that like a 70-year-old would want to do in their life, you know, at that point in their life and coach football. What do you mean? Like pickleball and stuff? Or like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean like, I mean like going down to Barbados on the first day of free agency is what I mean. Right. Like <laughs> it's like he, he can do things because he's got the operation so wired and because he's been there so gotcha. long, it's like his operation, you know, like that you can do different, you, you can do those things. If you go somewhere else, I thought you meant like him going to the villages and like hanging out with other people closer in age to him. I thought you meant that. that oh, that's you sort mean of thing. like that? Like yeah, like the pickleball where. Uh... <laughs> yeah, like they're playing golf and they have like their early bird special at four thirty p.m. I, for dinner. I won't tell you which golf course, but he does live on a golf course, so he does have that part of it uh, covered. All right. Um, um, you know, I, I like I, I, you know, I, I do think that there's that part of it though, Brady. Like it's like. If it's so turnkey that, like, you're able to kind of balance stuff, like, where you can do that, um, it's a lot different deal than having to go somewhere and just start from ground zero. And I think, like, if there's opportunity for him elsewhere, it probably wouldn't be with all the power that he has in New England, right? It would either be in, like, that Bill Parcells role that, like, Bill had in um, in Miami or what Mike Holmgren was in Cleveland for a time, right? It would either be that or it would be just a coach. I don't know that anybody would give him everything the way that he has everything in New England. So if they're going to take some of that away from him in New England, then he's going to have a decision to make. And would he be okay if they brought in, say, like John Robinson, you know, who who learned from Bill and who grew up in the Patriot system. If they brought in John Robinson and said, J-Rob's going to be your, your general manager, J-Rob's going to have personnel power here, and you're going to work with him, would he be okay with that? Maybe he would be. I'm just not sure. I don't know. I mean, after you've done things one way for such a long time and after, you know, the way that he saw his old boss, Bill Parcells, really enter into a weird situation with the same owner in New England where it blew up after a year, would he want to do that? That's, that's the question I can't answer. I'm not sure. But I, I do think that the, the Shula record being out there for him and the potential to get a young quarterback in there um, to go and get that record and leave the place in good shape and have, you know, his sons around with him, on the staff for another year or two, I think that that would all appeal to him. Okay, AB, uh, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch lanes on you and go college. 
where where are you at with your Buckeyes today? How are you feeling? Well, I don't about know where they're at. I, I don't I don't know if we're going to be able to block your defensive front, um, Lavar, in about nine days. So I'm a little worried about that. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll be able to defense us? I think so. I, guess, I, I don't know. Brady, Brad, yeah, you were defense. there last weekend, right? Like, I think the Ohio State defense can 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 go toe to toe with the Penn State offense. I'm a little worried about our offensive line. I'll just say. That. Well, I mean, especially I if they got to play in like a 20 yard box, because apparently, based on some reporters' questions to James Franklin, <laughs> uh, Penn State doesn't like to just chuck the ball down the field. That was so, great. Uh, yeah, any cost, no matter what. At any cost, no matter what. <laughs> like I, I don't even know. I'm it, boiling it, it's thinking about my, that. It's making my skin crawl. Like my literally coming out of my skin. <laughs> it was the nicest, most insulting response to a question that I've ever heard. You know, the, like having been in those situations, though, you could tell. Like honestly, you could tell he has a relationship with that reporter because, like, this is the 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 way that that back and forth happened. You could tell he was like, it was like one of these. All right, buddy. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you where I'm at on this. So you could tell like that wasn't just some reporter who's never around. It's a guy that he had a relationship with. You know, Albert, we got to ask you because I don't think we've done this this year. But you know, people have been begging for this and the return of this. Do you think um, we got about 30 seconds left? Do you think that Ohio State is going to be, I don't know, like 19, 19 and a half points better than Purdue this weekend? Do you think that could possibly take place? Yeah, and I think it's it's good that we're bringing this back. I I do think this weekend (laughs) they'll look pretty good. Okay. So I'm going to say yes. Oh, not a trap. Although, 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 although a lot of bad things. I mean, I don't know how aware you guys are about what a house of horrors that is, and how weird stuff happens there. Like West Lafayette yeah. is a like a lot of weird stuff happens at that place. So I'm what happened to you in college, Albert? What happened when well, you when went I, there and visited? You know, you know about that, right? Uh oh, uh oh, you didn't told on yourself. <laughs> you know about you know about that. So like when I was in college, um, Ohio, we were a um, they were like Ohio State wasn't very good when I was in college. Like it was probably the like I was there for probably the worst three year stretch. I graduate, they win the national title, um, and so my junior year in college, Ohio State controlled the whole game against Purdue. This is John Cooper's last year, probably one of his last games as head coach. Is there, two thousand, uh, two thousand, okay. and Drew Brees beat us. On an 85-yard touchdown pass, I believe it was Taylor Stubblefield. Brady, you might have, yep. you might know this. I yep. think it was Taylor Stubblefield on the other end of it. 85-yard touchdown pass. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I mean, when I was actually when I was there, believe it or not, like the Drew Brees was the quarterback at Purdue. Tom Brady was the quarterback at Michigan, and Ron Dane was actually the conference player of the year and the Heisman winner when those two guys were the starters together at their school. So it was a good time in the conference. But, yeah, Purdue, like West Lafayette has been, like, all like for all the teams, like, like Michigan, Ohio State, like I think Penn State has, has had some weird stuff happen there too of our, like it's just weird We've stuff. We've never happened. had a problem with Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had problems with you and Michigan, but never with Purdue. Never with Purdue. Okay, oh, yeah. I know, but Michigan and Ohio State. For I, I mean, Michigan and Ohio State have had some real problems. It's not. It's specifically at Purdue. It's not 
It's fine when Purdue comes to you. It's when you have to go West Lafayette that there's a problem. I would agree with that. I got my card up. I would agree with that. Albert, we love having you every single Thursday. And, of course, next Thursday is going to be a fun one as we look ahead to uh, Penn State, Ohio State. At Albert Breer on Twitter, our senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Oh, wait, Brady's going by. I forgot to mention Brady's going home this weekend, too, right? Yeah, of course he is. I'm already here, buddy. I'm already here. Of course he is. God's country. Going Going to the linebacker. What's that? I told you, like that was never a spot we had memories because that was the coach's. I know, goal. I know. Bra- Brady, Wait, did Brady you end up going? Brady, Brady gave me. I, I'm going to give Brady credit. Like Brady gave me phenomenal advice for where I should go in South Bend, and uh, I had a great. Night wait, 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 what did I tell you about the linebacker? I mean, you told me that. Like, I can't. What was it? You said. Um, you said something. I said about, if like, you drop something on the ground, you leave it. Because right. that, right. that flooring has never been cleaned or replaced in the past four decades. Which is 100% like my type of place. So I, I, I couldn't, when, he, when he said that to me, I couldn't get there fast enough. And, uh, and it was like one of those places where it's like a time warp to the 80s. It was phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. Well, listen, Albert, it's going to be fun next week, so we'll do it again then. He is Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Always a good time here on a Thursday morning. Thanks, A.B. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.